And welcome back to From the Stand Sportscast. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you are here with your, co- with your host, Sancho Manaza, and I'm joined for the second time. <laughs> I'm a co-host, Bilo Puzadi. Pipsy, how are you doing? I'm good in yourself, buddy, and yourself? No, I'm good, but I'm good, I'm good. We're here for another episode of From the Stand Sportscast, um, episode six, and sports is back. Sports is back. Yes, sir! <laughs> yes, sir! Yes, sir, finally. Um, so sports is back. Um, we've got Bundesliga that returned first. I think it was the nineteenth of May, if I'm mistaken. Yeah, somewhere um, around yeah, those times. Um, it came back, and we're expecting Premier League to come back. PSL, um, Super Rugby, uh, NBA, and yeah, major sporting events that are set to come back. Um, and finally, we've got some content to bring to you guys. Um, yeah, exactly. to your mobile cellular devices or whatever device you're listening on um so yeah guys uh stay with us as we speak about um what happened before um we went on our social distancing <laughs> i would call it a holiday but like how we social our distance break. yeah our, our break. break yeah our break. Everyone's our break. break um but it's been great man how have you been doing no man i've been good i've been good i mean the school coming back i mean i've got that um Got the Netflix, got the movies, got yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah got the got got the time to be able to chill, got the time to be able to do some work and all of that. So like, I mean, I've been good. Um, for me, isolation hasn't been too bad because like, I mean, um, I'm with I'm, I'm I'm with a good friend of mine and stuff like that. So yeah, he doesn't want to go home. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't want to go. Yeah, dog, home In a nutshell, what he's trying to basically say is that doesn't like going home. home. Home, I didn't say that. <laughs> I just said home is different. Yeah, just, just to have a quick run through of um, the sports that are returning. Like you said, Bundesliga returned on the 19th of May, I think. Um, they are currently five game weeks in, um, and there's four left. So they're about to finish their season, and they were like the first sporting codes that or sports to actually come out. I think MMA also started like well about yeah, yeah. before them, yeah. like. Um, in terms of uh, big sport, like not that I'm saying MA is not big, but like you know, <laughs> global sports and yeah. stuff like that. Premier League is returning on the 17th of June with Villa playing um, Sheffield United, Arsenal playing City, or City playing Arsenal technically. <laughs> um, La Liga is due to return on the 11th of June, which is next week. Uh-huh. First game is Sevilla versus Real Betis. Uh, Serie A is returning on the 20th of June uh, with Torino playing Parma. Uh, NBA is going to return on the 31st of July or proposed to return on the 31st of July in a 22-team 22, 22 um, shootout for the top eight playoffs, playoff spots in like both conferences yeah. and stuff like that. You yeah. know? Uh, Super Rugby. Uh, Super Rugby is returning in New Zealand with Super Rugby Otara. Uh, a tournament that is uh, like super it's a super five super teams from New Zealand playing against each other 10 weeks 10 rounds oh no, yeah 10 rounds and then they just can't for it yeah 
So everyone plays themselves. Everyone plays each other twice. Yeah, yeah, twice. Yeah. yeah, twice, twice. And that starts on the 13th of June, which is next uh, this Saturday. By the time you listen to this, um, with the Highlanders playing the Chiefs on Saturday and the Blues playing the Canes on Sunday. Okay. And, um, and then Australian Super Rugby. Uh, they are from what I could find, I couldn't find a date, a specific date to them, but they do like they due to return sometime in July. And what has been confirmed from their side though is that the Sunwolves aren't going to be part of their tournament, mm-hmm. which means like we've seen the last of the Sunwolves because they are not to return. They do not to return in 2021, and to make up for that place, uh, the Western Force, the Western Force team is going to be coming back. So that that's going to be interesting to see when they drop their date and how things move on that side. Yeah, and then Formula One has confirmed eight races starting out in austria and ending out in italian grand prix in like a three one three one so i just count like in a 10 week period okay type of vibes. okay so, so it's spread out over 10 weeks yeah spread out over 10 weeks so it's three races then a break then three races then a break then one two okay i think my maths is correct in saying that's 10. <laughs> yeah so yeah that's basically the sports that um we thought relevant and that are returning yeah so how about bundesliga though how have you Bundes- found it bundesliga. someone that's that's returned already okay so i haven't i haven't been watching bundesliga mm. uh, because we it's not broadcast in south africa and um by broadcast i mean like our major sporting network doesn't broadcast that yeah, yeah, yeah. um so now that it's back um you have to stream it because we still don't have the rights yeah um but yeah i've watched like a game or two and it's it's quite dry and try in a sense of there's no there's no fans in the stadium obviously because they're playing behind mm, closed, doors. closed doors but like it's 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 very it's, it feels weird like like guys i feel like we 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 took change for like very likely we took sport for granted. yeah we took sport we took everything for granted no, actually, yeah. everything if you think about it we took everything yeah, for granted he has a sports yeah. Sports yeah so like um it's very weird because all you hear is you know there's so, so much cursing that, that you didn't know like obviously you'd see it back then i'll say back then back yeah before. yeah um you would see them like actually swearing but like you wouldn't you hear, hear you what they're saying because of the crowds so and, and the commentators noise you know and, stuff like that. and you you just like um think that they're saying something you'd assume that they're saying mm-hmm. that but now you can actually hear them saying actually mm-hmm. ref you you know yeah, yeah, yeah um but like yeah um it's very interesting what a time to be alive like honestly speaking um what a time to be alive um where there's so much change um this is actually a, tra- a transition guys um yeah, yeah. I think um, our parents have lived through a bad day that we lived through Corona, and <laughs> we saw a lot of change. Not that it's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. With respect to the old people, man. With respect to old people. Nah, though, from from my side, I mean, like, I, f- I found Bundesliga very interesting, like as well. Like, I mean, I agree with you. The whole no crowd thing is very weird, um, but I found the the, the the stadium noise is very interesting, and I like that, you know, because the first time I saw it was in the Bayern Dortmund game. Mm-hmm the Dortmund Bayern game at Signal the Junior Park and it was like because that was a derby it, it felt like it it felt like the crowd was actually there because when Bayern players would win the ball there would be jeers mm-hmm. in the, like within the crowd noises you know and when um, when Dortmund's got the ball and they're attacking like mm-hmm. it's it, the crowd 
inverted commas yeah, or a bubble like yeah. a bubbles got would get excited and all of that you know yes. so you feel like it's 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 the same but you can just see that nothing's actually happening that's which true. is which is fine you know that's true so yeah it was it was it was really that and then uh the gameplay in itself i don't think it's been too much different to yeah. like how um Bundesliga was before because personally i have like i used to watch Bundesliga like i used to stream Bundesliga okay. because i do follow Dortmund okay. um so any team outside of Manchester United that i you can say i actually follow and stuff like that okay. so yeah um and then what else Yeah I man I think it was it was it was a decent gameplay like I mean injuries apparently have increased like muscle injuries ah. and stuff like that and that's understandable because because the players have been out for a while yes yeah. yes they've been yeah. out for a while and like getting back into that heavy load heavy workload is like very very interesting and it's it's a lot on their bodies and from your side like about the gameplay for instance the gameplay yes, cuz like I mean it's it's Yes. Yeah. Since so, since like since like we haven't like players on weren't allowed by the certain governments. Um, you get players that live in different countries, but um, they haven't been allowed to go out and train um, due to the coronavirus restrictions, and um, they're not playing. I, I don't know if you remember, but you remember when I think it was um, the New Zealand rugby players. They went out to have like their own. Training session. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they, they got, doing Yeah, teams. and then yeah. on Sky Sports they came out and they said these guys are being irresponsible. We understand that they're sportsmen and need to keep fit, but at the same time, it's a global pandemic mm. and you can't do that. It's so irresponsible. You can't think of yourself and your like performing at your peak and all that. Mm. So yeah, so like they were very, um, I would say angry. That's yeah, they, they, they the came out. Yeah, and but I think that's how like. Um, I think I may be wrong but I rate like New Zealanders are very conservative people uh-huh. so it's fair for them to like uh try and preserve their lives and then and be very cautious about the whole situation because yeah. like I mean other countries have been like like I wouldn't say reckless but like <laughs> compared to like for instance what we have done and compared to what they have done yeah. uh in New Zealand it's it has been kind of reckless because like I mean in 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 the USA for instance yeah. um there hasn't been any lockdown yeah. it's just vibes i mean okay it's not it's, vibes. it's, it's, oh, oh, oh. it's not just vibes it's not it's not vibes <laughs> but like i mean like i mean before like the the, the whole protest and the movement that's yeah. that are happening now like i mean like you could still do whatever you want yeah, 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 on a on a general scale like i mean some places closed down like for instance i know new york um, yeah. did do a shutdown because also they were like hectic and stuff like that yeah. but yeah uh so yeah sports is sports is back um bundesliga has been back um do you think it's going to be the same like with the premier league though like in terms Ooh, of the, the premier league the, is not going to the be play how 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 we enjoy it because that's another thing we enjoy the premier league it's because of the, the fans football, yeah the fans and everything like that like how do you think it's going to be different um with, with with premier league the biggest league in the world best league in the world um obviously it's going to be tough to watch behind closed doors because there's no fans at all but i think <laughs> yeah. because it's the it's like the best league and people love it so much i think there's not going to be much of a difference because we just want to see a bombing score when we see pulisic score when we see um, no one wants to see pulisic score what are you saying what are you saying what are you saying what are you saying, are you saying? Yeah. chelsea fans worldwide yes get in you know 
But like, yeah, dude, um, I feel like with the Premier League, everyone's going to be so static. Um, be, whether it being behind closed doors or not, it's not going to make much of a difference because we enjoy Premier League football. So, yeah, Premier League, I can't wait. Yeah, that's happening in like, what, two weeks' time? 17th. Yeah, it's in, it's a, yeah, 17th is in like two weeks' time. So, yeah, uh, we are returning on the 17th. Um, like I said, first game. I think the first game is to cover up uh, the FA Cup, like the Ooh, FA, the, 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 not the FA Cup, the League Cup final that was um, played between Arsenal, no, City and Arsenal, yes. City and Arsenal. We played in the League Cup final this year. Yeah, yeah, but like, yeah, or, 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 yes, yes. Like, this, the, 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 the City Arsenal game, Villa and Sheffield United, is because it was being played because of a final that was played by, like, that, that City was involved in back in like game week something. Okay. I forgot. Yes. And they're trying to make it up with that. So they're going to start with that on the Wednesday, I think. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then they play in the week, a weekday again. And then the next weekend, um is FA Cup fixtures mm-hmm. um and then they continue the next weekend the, the next um, midweek so that's going to be interesting so you're saying game is not going to be the same it really won't be the same bro. it's going to be different but we will like it though we'll enjoy it though, no know. I think we'll appreciate it because we haven't had it and we do like the Premier League so much at the end of the day we will be watching our favourite teams because um, like even with even with Bundesliga like not to take a ticket them but like not a lot of people do watch Bundesliga and follow Bundesliga because they find it boring yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah. Bayern wins every year and stuff like that <laughs> yeah so, it's like Serie A though if you think exactly, about it exactly it is like Serie A but like I mean what's like I'll, I'll give those two leagues like some props at least this year because we kind of still are having a title race in both of them because in Syria, are, I think Inter Milan is still, is, is still in the mix. I think yeah. with Juve um, in, 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 in Bundesliga before the De Classica, uh, Bayern versus um, Dortmund, mm-hmm. like it was a two point gap, now it's a five point gap because Bayern won. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I mean, it's still low key a title race. Much, much, much closer than what we have in England. Yeah. Which, like, I mean, Liverpool wins two, two three games and they different champions or something like uh, that. Uh. So, yeah. And, and I think that's going to be different for them as well because they are such a club that, like, depends a lot on their home. Like, whenever they're playing at home, yeah. a lot on their fans because... Anfield is a very compact stadium. Mm-hmm. It's very close to the touchline. Yeah. So, like the the, 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 the atmosphere, the atmosphere yeah. from the it's, it's a difficult it's a difficult ground to play in. I mean, like Premier League stars have said the same thing. Like have said the same thing about um, the other stadium. Like things, like if Palace is 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 is, 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 is loud, mm-hmm. if Palace is loud, that was a difficult stadium. I know Upton Park, where West, where West Ham used to play. Okay, yeah. That was before they went to Wembley. Yes, before they went to no, not in Olympic. Went to Olympic Stadium. Olympic side, yeah. Before they went to Olympic Stadium, that was also a tough ground to play because it's compact. The fans, like the fans, are very close. Are very to close the pitch, to the touchline and to the touchline of the pitch. So yeah. like it's, the atmosphere is just great. I think with Stafford Bridge as well. I think it's very yeah, complex as well key, because it's like yes. it's really small. Mm, yeah. mm, mm. So like the fans are literally like right here. Mm. Yeah, but Anfield is a great example. But like I mean, with 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 uh, with, with yeah, Anfield is 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 that is that is that is that because it's literally but would you pitch say and then it goes down like that into fans. Mm, would you say that uh, Stamford Bridge, like the crowd in London, like has a big effect on how you guys play, or if you guys are like a win or like does it help you guys like? Bring up performances and stuff like 
I'd say I'd say Chelsea fans are are responsive to what the team gives them. So if we take a one nil, um, what's it called? A one nil lead. Oh, lead. Sorry, sorry. The fans are like, okay, two yeah. 0 Then we're gonna go mad, and then from there you're just gonna keep the energy from there, mm. from there. If, even if they equalize mm. or anything, um, we're still gonna go at it. We're just mm. gonna go, we're just gonna go until mm. we see it through. That's one thing I've noticed about Chelsea fans yeah. is that when it's nil nil. It's a thing of you know the the moderate. It's very, it's very, very modern. Yeah, it's some like not some but like yeah. monotone, very yeah. level type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that puts you. I, I feel like that kind of puts you at a disadvantage because if you guys concede first, then <laughs> like it makes it makes things tough. like tough because the crowd the crowd is generally gonna like go down like the mood's gonna go down. Yeah. So yeah, no, it's it, it, it is gonna be a very different thing. Like for me, I feel like. Looking at United, for instance, I think United generally we do go like uh, like from from kickoff, United's loud, yeah, like everything yeah, is like yeah. the atmosphere is, is very big and stuff like that. But then like it soon it soon just like dips down because we aren't like um, we aren't really performing or we aren't scoring an yeah. early goal or something like that. And then if we do score, you see it pick up again. And if we are do take position and stuff like that, like have good build up plays and are genuinely on the offensive but like if you can see it, you can like United can go silent yeah and you can hear like sometimes even sometimes like this season I've heard like the way the way stand being loud at, at at United you know like I think I can remember the Arsenal game yeah uh, when we played Arsenal and I think it was the draw when Obama Young when mm, I think it was Twan Zebi who put Obama Young on, on side or something like that uh-huh. and then uh was this, and then he scored and they're like but the referee had raised up the flag and stuff but the blindsman and then went to VRR and then it was given yeah uh, I think then after after that Obama young goal like Arsenal was very loud and OT was very silent you know very silent you could hear more yeah you could hear more Arsenal yeah but like yeah and we coming back with playing Tottenham first game which is going to be like really interesting Hey, Mourinho, I wonder what he's going to do. Um, but I think Harry Kane's deal is falling through, eh? What do you mean it's falling like, through? Like, as in, like, it's not going to happen with any club. Him going to any other nah, club? I don't think nah, so. I, you see, I said this. You see, you told, I remember you said. It's too early to say anything then. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of the deals now, like, moving on to a transfer type of talk, uh, a lot of the deals, like, we'll hear a lot of murmurs, but I don't think anything is going to be, like, confirmed up, up until, like... Because we know football is returning, yeah. like, um, like a lot of these teams aren't going to finish their deals, like aren't going to make or like announce any deals up until like the seasons are finished, mm-hmm. so that players can also know which team to go to, like, champ- yeah. like if they can for if they want to play in Champions Leagues and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think then it was because like the whole Kane thing came out because we weren't sure if football was going to come back, yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. and now that it is, I think everything is going to die down. But one person that I I can say is an exception to that is um was Timo Werner. Okay. The reason being, so. the reason being, um, <laughs> was his, yeah, the reason being, he his his clause, the clause in his contract for I think it's like what forty three million or something like that. It's not, it's really not that much. Is, is that his release clause? His release clause. It's not yeah. that much. It's not that much. Okay. Um, I know it's below sixty. I think it's below sixty. 
um, his release clause like ends in like next week or something like that, or the end of next week, right? Something along those lines. So with him, if you do want him, and Chelsea have um, approached him, approached him. Uh, it has to be now, so his deal is going to be made now and is going to be announced now. Yeah. Besides, like besides that, I think other transfers are going to be like rumors and stuff like that for me at the end of the day. I mean, things are going to be done back doors, like um, in, in conversations are going to be had. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are going to be making inquiries, but in terms of confirming anything, I rate Werner's going to is going to be the only one that's going to be confirmed in my eyes. Okay. So, so um, with Werner um, having so many, um, I want to say so many, but three big contracts in front of him, which are also speculation. Yes. Um, do you what other three? Because so, like, so okay, okay. okay. we, we had this chat in, uh, in the DMs. Yes. yes so it's yes, Liverpool, yes. Chelsea, United. United's not there. When I was speaking to you, I was saying that United, if United wanted to be there, they okay. could be. But I don't think they're there. And like reports and people are saying that United are not there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But it's 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 Liverpool and 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 and, and Chelsea because Liverpool because the entire I would say year. I'd say yeah, from January, mm-hmm. it's been like speculated that no Liverpool are interested. <laughs> nah, like yeah. team of owners gonna be going to Liverpool. Like it's been like that whole thing. It's like one of those things where I wouldn't say it was confirmed, but like it's one of those things where you're like, no man, there's a lot of people talking about it. It's probably gonna happen. He he can't go anywhere else. And then now Chelsea come. Okay. okay, now I've got a question for you. Yes. Sure. Which club would you rather go to? If I was Timo, yes. I'm going to Chelsea. Okay, thank you. Because I'm a United fan. I'm joking. <laughs> um, the reason I'm going to Chelsea is because Liverpool. Yes, Liverpool is a team that has a set front three. Okay. Um, in Mane, Salah, and Firmino, and I don't think as Timo, as much as Timo Werner is a baller, I don't know if he's, I don't know if he's getting into that first team on a regular basis. Of course, he's, he would be playing like sometimes ahead of uh, Firmino, and he's a different player to Firmino. Yeah. But like, I feel like that trio, like it, it, it it's so balanced, and they complement each other so well. And like with Werner being the player that he is, I think you get us like you get, you get like another. You get a different dynamic, mm-hmm. which isn't what they have right now. And I don't know if that would offset the team and it would be as successful as the current one right now. I don't think so because I feel like with the with for me being in the middle and Sane no not Sane Mane being on the on, on the left on the left yes. Salah on the right for me is is the neutral guy right yes yes, yes. so he's he's the neutral guy and these two are rivals so hence why you can't play them both in front in the center. Because you'll just be a thing of they selfish, right? Yeah, yeah. Which because they are. They, they, they are selfish towards which each other, they are. which they, they very, are. Yeah. very selfish. So bringing Werner in, it'll just be like the front three on communicating. So with that, with, with Timo as well, you'd want to make a statement in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. These two yeah, are already on their own thing. So that's like, what I'm saying. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. You actually, you're agreeing with me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying I don't think that the, the, it would it would be a good fit. Like I mean, I'm not saying that it wouldn't work, but I don't think it would be as as good as a fit that it is right now. Yeah. Right. And you've got a better opportunity at Chelsea for starting and being the main man true, because true. as much as Tammy's a good player, he's a product, like he's a, he's a 
what's this? He's a product of Chelsea. Like he's a Chelsea graduate, yeah. a product of the academy, which is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, he's still he's still like not the finished product, and you, he's not the type. Like he's not the type of striker yet that can like lead your team into. Um, into like competing for the league, yeah, and I think that's and Champions League and Champions League and doing well in Champions yeah. Leagues and stuff like that. He's not there yet, um, so yeah, Timo Werner for me, I think best best um, best option for him is Chelsea, Chelsea. in my opinion. Yeah. Yes, same, same with me because I'm a Chelsea fan, as you know. No, no, of course, of yeah. course, of so course. like we uh, like to be honest, as coming from a Chelsea fan, we do need someone like Werner in our team because we're such a young side as well. And he's a young player as well who brings in a lot of experience as well. Mm, Champions League experience as well, international experience, experience as well for Germany. Exactly. I think he was in the Confed Confed uh, the Confed like tournament mm-hmm. with Germany in 2017. So yeah. that's that's also some. Like, and he played he, he played in the World Cup as well. Yeah, World you Cup. see, like, even yeah. you see, even yeah. though they didn't do like grades and stuff like that, but like that's gang experience that you guys need. Yeah. Like yeah. Tammy's not. I don't think Tammy. Tammy, I think, has played under 21s at best. Yeah, and he went to camp. That's the that's the highest he's been. Yes, he England he, camp. He's been to oh, England, England camp. camp. England yeah. camp. Yeah, yeah that's different to actually making your, making, your yeah. international debut because yeah. it's different gravy. He went to England camp. Him and um. What's his name? Rhys James. Rhys James and Mason. Oh, Mason. Yeah. Mason's a baller. So, 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 so. Mason's a baller. You see, if if Mason had had the experience that Tammy has right now, like had like had gone out to like learn to like a villa, like a club like Villa in the championship, Mason would be ahead of Tammy. He would be streaks ahead. He But do you know why Mason, Mason is with us right now? Mason or Tammy? Mason. Mason is with me though. No, no, but I'm saying why he's with Chelsea right now. Mason Green. No, oh, Mason, you talking about Mason, Mason Mount? Mount. Oh, yes. fuck, I'm thinking. No, no, I thought you say Mason. Yeah, Mason, 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 Mason Mount. So, no, I, I don't, don't care about Mount. Mason, the reason why Mason no, is with us right that, now. Scrap that. Yes, actually, first of all, sorry. Like, I still, I'm still saying that about Mason Greenwood is that if he has had like the experience that Tammy has had, he'll be streaks ahead of Tammy. Because he's a baller, he's a baller. Yes. What about Mason? Mason Mount is a baller. Just say. He's okay. Um, he's okay. He's falling into that full Foden type of um, hype that we still need to see. It's, we've seen more of Mason Mount, which is like, which is interesting. Yeah. Which is Mason. Like, Mason Mount. The reason he's in this kind of Chelsea squad is because okay. First of all, Chelsea is a forward club, right? He started at Chelsea, then he got loaned out. Going to Derby County, Frank Lampard went to Derby County, and that's where Frank won. He was running up, he, he didn't win. Yeah, he was running up, but he had like an exceptional season. Nah, he wasn't even runner up, he was. But, but he, I think but I think he finished season season for Derby no, County. Yes, he, had a, he, he did have a good season for Derby County, especially him, his being that being his first season as well as head yeah. coach. I think if I think if he finished if he didn't finish just outside the playoff spots, playoff spots yeah. at six at seven, I think he just made playoffs. But which is good for yes, yes, for, yes, for, yes, for yes, Derby yes, County, yes, yes, and I think when when Chelsea approached um, Lampard with the job, he was like, okay, cool, and he brought. Mason along and I can't go back to Chelsea. Went back, and the boys are doing the things now. You know, they're doing the things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, Mason, Mason has had a, a, a decent season, especially like for first season in Prem. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, uh, did well. It's 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 impressive. I'll say it's impressive. Uh, is it really impressive if like the team is made up with like usually with like mostly like predominantly 
like a young guys. Yeah, it is. I mean, the thing is, for me, I don't, I don't think Mason has set the world alight or set the Premier League alight. She's done okay. Yeah, true. Which is why I'm saying it's impressive. Because for you to be able to do your okay in a big club like Chelsea in your first, like in your debut Premier League season, I think it's, it's impressive. It's impressive at best. Yeah, yeah I'd say. But yeah, um. <laughs> no, man, hey, you free, you're messing up the steak, dog. <laughs> you're messing up the podcast, you. Um, no, no, you see, that one, that one, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, but something against Billy Gilmore, but it's okay. No, the thing is, that kid's got potential. That's exactly Proper that's potential. Okay, let's carry on, let's carry on. Wow. Super rugby. No, 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 no. Before we go to super rugby, other transfers. Transfers. Where do you think, where do you think Coutinho's going to go? Coutinho. Because Bayern has confirmed that they're not going to, like, um, exercise their, their clause to buy Coutinho. Because he's on loan to Bayern. And he's going to go back to Chelsea. And apparently... No, no, sorry, to, to, to Barcelona. Barcelona. And Barcelona already has... And Barcelona, I think they've got uh, intentions to sell. Where do you think he's going to go? Okay, if it comes to England, he wouldn't go to Man City because that's not his style of play and he doesn't suit their style of play. Um, he won't go to, um, to Liverpool. Yes, he's not going back to Liverpool. He's not going back to Liverpool. I don't um, think he is. He's not going to come to United. Chelsea's his best bet, to be honest. Yes, yeah, he's not going to come to United. But the thing is, within the top four or top five, he's not. He's like, like, his best bet is Chelsea, to be honest. Because like, oh, if, if you look at Chelsea's style of play over the years, it changes every yeah, single yeah, yeah, season. Yeah. It changes. You guys are so fickle. You know, but <laughs> well, I don't know. I'll take it on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. But at the same time, with yo, our style of play changes. One time we're playing Italian football. Next thing we're playing high press. Next thing we're playing, we just play different football. You know, so I say that Chelsea is best place. If you if you go to England, looking at other clubs. Spanish, he's not going to move around. He's not. He's not an Atletico type of yeah, player. He's not, he's and not, he's not, go, he's not going to. Madrid. And he's not going to Madrid. Like, period. He's not going to Madrid. Period. He's not going to Madrid. Yeah. Um, wait. On the style of play of Chelsea, by the way, I believe that Lampard is still playing sorry ball. He is. He is. He is. He is. But you know why? Because he's still not as good of a manager as you guys make him out to be. Number one and number two, Jorginho is still there. Yes. And Jorginho is the leader. Yes. Everything yes. has to go through him. Um, what about... Okay, so... So, you're saying Coutinho... Wait, you, you don't think Coutinho will go to United? No, I don't think so. Why not? Not his foot. It won't happen. Okay. It will not happen. I don't, are, I, I, I don't think, think, I think it will happen. I think we are looking at a player of his mold. Yeah, but we're not, you're not looking for him. Yes, no, we're not looking yeah, for him. That's what it is. You're looking for a player of his mold. And who's the Nigerian guy that you guys just signed? Igalo. You see? No, we haven't signed him. We've just extended his loan. He's a striker. And at the same time, while you guys have extended his loan, do you think that you'd want to make way for Coutinho? No, because Coutinho is not a striker. He's playing you got one Basaka as well. So it's... One Basaka's a right back. Dude, you, you know who one Basaka reminds me of? Jordi Alba. Like these right backs play like midfielders, bro. And you uh, think they. No, but the thing is, Wambasaka plays very deep. He does. Be. But he's in front. Like, I don't know how I see him in front. I, right? I don't know what he's doing. But, but I, I see him. I see him. Not in front. He's, front, he's, but he's a, a defensive right back. He's more of a defensive right back. The best in the league in terms of defense wise, I think. 
I think the stats in like y'all say and then Trent is the best attacking in the league that's why people are like tossing them up yeah no he's he's, 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 he's okay um, oh yeah another one that was confirmed Mario Icardi has been confirmed Ooh, to, 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 Barca, to PSG sorry P- the PSG yeah because he was on loan to PSG he was at Inter and then was on loan to PSG okay. because they had a falling out and stuff like that you know he is I think his wife is his agent or his sister or something like that. Is his agent? I think it's his wife. I think it's his wife. Yeah. Yes, it's his wife. Yeah. It's his wife. That's very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. It's very interesting. But like, because, like, I mean, you because do because she's got like his best interest at heart. Mm, you know? mm, no, that's true. Because like you do have like some of these football like some like players have like close like relatives being their agents. Yeah. I know Marcus's Marcus Rashford's one is his brother. Oh, okay. Yes, it's his brother, and like other people also like get like the the like um cousins or stuff like that to be their agents you know which is interesting. you know just to go off topic just yeah, yeah, yeah. the rocks agents like the rock that yeah. is his ex-wife that's hectic yeah it's interesting child, yeah it's, in- it's interesting if like he's managing I, and i and i rate i rate she probably still does have like his best interest in yeah, that, which best is interest why they, like they still like yeah. they still have that um yeah. agent client relationship yeah. um so do you think also this week when when the whole um Verna thing came out like there was also murmurs around Chilwell do you think you guys are going to do that as well because you guys I think do you need a left back tomorrow is not it is tomorrow even playing left back who's playing left back for you guys I don't even know who your left back is um, our left back is Reese James who is it it's a where does Reese play Reese play he plays at the, he plays at the back as well is he right back or left back I think he's right back He's right back. Left then back is, is, is. You've got Emerson. You've got Alonso. Emerson is left back. Yes. Emerson is left back. Right back. So is do you think Chowal's like you guys would go for Chowal? Because I think Chowal is probably Chowal uh, with the Afro. Sick. No, the 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 white the. What's this? The Leicester the Leicester City left back man. Um, because the thing is with him, I think he's like probably one of. Like he's close to oh being, yeah, he's, close Chua, to being, oh. He's, he's the top one of the top left backs in the league. I, I wouldn't say like one or anything like that, but like he's up there, and his numbers like and stuff like that and impressive. his influence yeah are very impressive. Do you think you guys yeah yeah I think I think if we really need one, but you but know do how you guys Frank, need one though? personally I don't think Frank will go for him. Reason being that Frank is is a, is a manager that believes in upgrading the youth. Is he though? Because in his first season at Chelsea, um, we had a chance of that. Yes. Okay. And then it was only left. You guys couldn't buy. Could you guys buy in January? We couldn't buy in January. Oh no, 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 we could. 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 I remember. I remember. But you didn't. You didn't buy in January. But like as soon as January ended, you you scooped up Hakim Ziyech. Yeah, in February, yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. And about February. Yeah. But we said, in, but we said he's, he's only going to come. In yeah, the yeah, next only going to come. Next which is supposed to be now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. But you scooped up Hakim Ziyech, Ziyech so yeah. that means he is trying to buy players because you guys do have True. a lot of wingers. You have Pulisic, you yeah, have Pedro, you have William. You've got actually the William chat because Chelsea doesn't really renew a foreign player's contract if they're over thirty. That's like tradition. If you think Isn't, about it, I've never, like, I've never known. It, I've we, never we known. don't upgrade like Costa as well. They didn't upgrade his contract. Oh shit! Um, who else? Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of players. We, we don't Ramirez. upgrade Ramirez. We, you, we don't Jogba. We don't. 
like if you're if like your contract is about to expire when you're like 30 and upwards we cut it from there we don't we don't, we don't renew it but and william that's, and that's fair because and william then upgraded his hence why i'm saying guys you're not sticking to the basics because mm-hmm. you know? non-europeans like like are you like europeans in um europeans like they they dub like they they form dubs later yeah like they, them being able to play well because like, for instance you even look at Sanchez Sanchez is in his early 30s mm-hmm. but he's like his form has dipped Dip. so much yeah. like it's, it's very ridiculous yeah. I don't know about other clubs but with Chelsea the moment you hit 30 and your country is about to be out you don't really know that's an interesting policy that's an interesting yeah. policy but like, would William be doing it I don't know what's happening maybe they still want him you know? maybe, maybe, maybe Frank sees something in him Doc I'm sad about you because I feel like you guys should have left you go in January because there was no reason for you guys to, to keep him yeah, to keep him. Tammy was playing anyways. Tammy was playing and Bartu was on the bench like why are you still keeping Drew like and that's, it's the thing was he asked to leave like he could see by listen I'm not playing here I'm not here. playing here I'm there's not Bachoy, getting minutes there's, yeah. there's, there's Tammy that are being preferred over me yeah. can I please leave I can even leave on loan <laughs> yeah he like, wanted to be loaned out he wanted to be loaned out he didn't even want to be like sold he wanted to be loaned out yeah. and then Frank was like no so I have plans for you <sighs> but he doesn't because you only plays in cup games <laughs> nah, even in those cup games why don't you like stop Bachoy you okay Give Tammy more minutes because Tammy does need that experience. I feel, um, yeah, that's transfer. He does, he does, he does. That's, 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 those are the transfers. Do you, Do you think Sancho's going to make it to United? Because that's also probably not a chance. No, Sanchez, the Sancho, Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho. That's another one. Because that's one that's like flying around in terms of the rumor and stuff like that. That's another one. And apparently, like United are heavily interested in him. And but thing is. Are you guys willing to sacrifice um, who's your right midfielder? Because Sanchez are. We don't have one. We don't have one. We play James there, we play Lingard there, we play Mata there. We don't have one. Technically. Because even James is. James is not a first team player, but even though he's like he's done well and he's done the job, but he's still not a first team player. And I don't think he was like he was initially bought to be a first team player. I don't think you buy uh, at United a 50 million winger from Swansea to be your first team player. <laughs> Like all with all due respect. What happened to Sio? Did you, you with, just like with all the bell, respect, He wasn't bored, and I think he knows that he wasn't bored as a first team player. But then, like with injuries and stuff like that, he's played very regularly. And with Mata and Lingard, Lingard apparently is um, looking to move away to move to Italy. Um, yeah, so apparently he's on his way out of United. And Mata is old, and I don't think he's. Yeah, Mata is quite old. Yeah. Um, I've already seen Mata as a 10 and I think he's in yes in number 10 because that's where he flourished at Chelsea he was playing a 10 um, and I think for him it's it's a thing of at United we, we've never really played with a 10 mm-hmm. so we could never like get the fruits of like his like the fruits from him at 10 yeah because we've always played like a double pivot and a sitting midfielder type of midfield at best and so like he has to play out wide yeah someone has yeah. to supply yeah someone has to supply out wide so i think yeah it's pretty like yeah so i don't think he is all right winger technically but he is technically now but i think we are looking at someone else in in um in sancho for instance well i think with the sancho i'm personally i don't want to lie nor do i want to speculate but like 
I personally do not know what's going to happen with Sancho. Okay, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that I feel like he's going to go to United or he's not. Because mm. personally, I do not know how that's Because apparently Liverpool is also interested in him. Yeah, oh, but, like, apparently, but apparently, like the interest is more from United, and he's also interested in like going back to Manchester because you know he was an ex, he's an ex City player. Really? Yeah, he was he was in the City Academy, and then he left for the like, Belgium. Nah, he was never, he never made it to the first team. Oh, shit. And because of like, and because of that, he left. I think he left under Guardiola's reign. Guardiola's first season, I think, or something like that. What? But he was at like the academy. Mm, he was at the academy, and then I think he was sold for something less than 50 million. Sold to Dortmund. Dortmund gave him number seven. He impressed quickly, and then became the player that he is right now. Listen, I was having a chat with a Chelsea fan. Okay. And I was saying to them, I just want to, I want to be brief on this. Do you, as you, as a Chelsea fan, as well. Do you think that Chelsea is a bigger club than Arsenal? Yes. Why? We've won more Premier Leagues. No, yeah. no, no, we haven't. No, have we? Not really. I think we have. No, like, no. I think okay, I, probably. I think more Premier League think, titles, but I, not more league titles. Yeah, more Premier League titles, not yes. more league. Titles. Yeah, yes, that's yes, that, yes. that's what I was trying to say. More. More Premier League titles, not more league titles. Um, actually, more titles in general. No, not more titles in general. They, in terms of like the English, um, what's this? The teams that are like have won in England, mm-hmm. like the like titles, all in all. Yeah. United has sixty six, Liverpool has sixty four, Arsenal is forty five, and Chelsea has twenty nine, and City has twenty six. This is the top five. Okay. So they personally, I think it's, it's close to double. It's close to double for you guys. Okay, it's not close to double, but like, but that gap is by sixteen titles. Personally, I think it's bigger. Why? I, th- I think Chelsea is a bigger club because I think we produce more England players. Nope, we have. No, you haven't. No way. Dog Chelsea became a club, only became a club from two thousand and three when Abramovich bought you. Before you, before that, your only legend is. is um, Zola. Yes, Franco <laughs> Zola. Besides that, but Zola is a Zola is a heat dude. Yo, he wasn't even that heat boy. Like, but uh, thing is, I think I think they are a bigger club though. I think we are a bigger club, Chelsea. This because is what, this is what I would argue personally. Arsenal has a bigger fan base. They've got a better history than you guys. They've got more titles. They've got a bigger brand. They've got a true. like a better following, and like they've got a more historic stadium in Highbury and like a bigger stadium in like a bigger stadium doesn't necessarily mean like yeah, you but, have a bigger club but, but like I mean but like you need to understand that and that's that's what I mean by a bigger club I'm not saying like yeah, yeah, yeah of yeah. the better club and of course Arsenal have not been the best like the greatest of clubs more recently but I think as a holistic view I think Arsenal is bigger than Chelsea because the thing is if you look at the stadium our stadium is built out of our chairman's pocket it's not built from a title like a sponsor a title sponsor i'll say title sponsor because it's emirates arsenal you know fly emirates arsenal um so arsenal stadium is built by the arsenal, arsenal stadium was built by arsenal which is why they didn't have money it's just that they had to give the rights of the state the naming rights of the stadiums to emirates they built their they built their stadium, which is why was Wenger never Wenger was very stingy in the market because he was managing the finances of the club, 
and they only finished paying off the stadium the season they bought Ozil. But That's when they started splashing cash. They bought Ozil the next season. They bought Sanchez and 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 you know, in terms of other players. But before that, they didn't really buy big. Okay. Okay. So I think they built their own stadium. Okay. Okay. I think I think if you put it like that, then it can be like I, I can't find the words to describe to you how Chelsea is like a bigger uh, club. Because even um, with the brand thing, like you know, like, sorry to like cut you in. Like, now I think Arsenal's more recognizable in, like in the world. Yeah, because of their history. Yes, and and yeah. in, in, if you look at like demographics and followings, like I think Arsenal is probably like the most supported club in in Africa, like on the general perspective okay, yeah, 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 in terms yeah, yeah. of Premier League. Yeah, yeah, true, I think true, it's Arsenal true, first, true, true. It's then Arsenal United, then United. Yeah, yeah, it's Arsenal. Arsenal. Yeah, it's Arsenal. It's Arsenal. So like for the fact that they've got like a big African market and Chelsea doesn't even have a market. Uh, yeah, true, true. Because okay, yeah, okay, yeah, I don't no, even I think like, you in that perspective said, because this is why. Yeah, I think like, they are bigger clubs. If you watch that PL that PL show. Um, most of the people that they scout from Africa exactly are, are, are like are Arsenal, Arsenal fans. fans. Yes. Really, it's no, either Arsenal, Liverpool, or, 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 or United. Yeah. It's either from like when, when it's African. Like I think it's fan zone. Fan zone. Yes, fan zone. Because like I even when I, when, I, when I went to England, um, the guys that are from Africa there, which is like because in England the Africans that are there predominantly um, Nigerian guys. Yeah. It's like most of them, it's usually either. It's number one is Arsenal. They mm. love yeah, Arsenal. They, love, they Arsenal. love Arsenal. They love Arsenal. And then it's Chelsea, then to United, then to City. Mm. But City's new man. So wait, yes, 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 would yes, you yes, say yes. that Chelsea's a bigger club than City? Yes, of course. Okay. Because they're new man. Yeah, they they, they knew more money than you guys. Yeah. And you guys over them have a Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Those, those guys have never been to a semi final. Hectic. City has never been to a Champions League semi-final. I think. I think. Hectic. Especially oh, like more so in the prim, in the Champions League era. I don't know about European Cup because that's another thing. That's another thing about the whole Arsenal thing is that they don't have a Champions League, they don't have a Europa, but they do. I think have a Cup Winners Cup, which is technically a European um, yeah. European title. So that's like like it's not like they don't have a European. And title, then the o- they just don't have a Champions League. And they're the only club that has a a gold Premier League. Exactly, they're the only invincibles, you <laughs> know. Invincibles, like, yeah. Even United or Liverpool, this Liverpool team that people are just like but, crying but, over. But if you had to compare them. Arsenal and Liverpool, I'd say Liverpool's a bigger club. Oh, no, definitely, definitely. But Liverpool's like history. Like, Liverpool has six football. Champions Leagues. Not even like has six Champions Leagues. Have eighteen Premier Leagues. They've got countless number of FA Cups, League Cups. All of that. Yeah. I think they even have a. Do they have a Europa? No, they lost that final. They lost that final. But more recently, before before the Champions League final of last year, they were Klopp was a buckler of finals because it started I think with 2013 mm, Deutsche Pokal, mm, mm, then 2013 uh, 2013 Champions League final, then he lost a League Cup with Liverpool. Oh, he's lost two League Cup finals with Liverpool. He's lost a Europa League final with Liverpool, and then he lost the Champions League, League final yeah. with Liverpool. He's never gone he for the League Cup, and then he won it. But and before that, he was back. Yeah, he was. Like, I think was I think it's safe league. to say that he also lost the Premier League with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, because it was yeah, yeah, like I a get what two points or like I one get what point. You mean, I get what you mean. I mean, ninety-seven points in no league. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's tough. Deep, eh? Like you work so hard, just throw it all in the end. 
Um, Super Rugby. Super Rugby. What do you say about Super Rugby? Super, Super Rugby. Rugby Ottawa. Let's start with the latest signings. The latest signings in, in, in rugby in general. Yeah. What do you What do you want to talk about? For me, the the only people that like are the only signings that are interested, like in terms of South African perspective, is the Peter Steff whole saga, for a better way of calling oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um. And Mapimbi and Lukanya, I'm staying at the Sharks after being offered like million, like like gang money, and I think it was in Japan. Yeah. Um, and then the more like like the one that I can't wrap my he- head around mm-hmm. is uh, Jake White letting go of both Haland and Lubok. Because like for me, it's like I can. Haland hasn't been the best in the past. Yeah, he has. Been. I think he's been very good. But he's also Lisa'd a lot. He's Lisa'd, yes. But like, I think that comes with experience, and you could see, like, this season, you could see, like, his positioning was much better. Um, I feel like even like defensively, he was doing, he was doing better, like better, and he was being integrated more into the attack. So yeah. I think that was like, it was his game was showing more. Like, the thing is for me, like with these two guys, is that. I can understand you letting go of one because you don't see a future for one of them mm-hmm. and that's fine like i'm not going to argue with that but letting go of both i feel is a big loss it's a huge loss and i don't know like i want to see like the reason why i'm not gonna like say that it was I'm not a bad decision, call. It was a bad decision or anything like that because i don't know what jake white has in his plans and who is he going to get and how is he going to play and stuff like that yeah but to me letting both uh, letting go of both of them personally at the moment i can't agree with the decision okay now but honestly with jake white as well he's doing some transformational he's doing a yo, lot he's doing a lot of the boys. like he's, he's chopping and changing um coach joey now is going to loftus yes joey mangala has um, left the, but i think i don't i, I, I don't blame joey because i also feel like the lions after that whole um that whole saga that happened in australia, australia yeah, yeah. i think the lions were also like not wanting to associate with him yes type of vibe yeah. type of vibe i think that's i think that was the case with him because i think he was also like from this year he wasn't even a super rugby coach yeah. i think so something like that so yeah with him i think it was it was i think joey benefits more uh-huh. out, out of the transfer than what's this than the balls i think because yeah man and joey's a joey's a very good defensive coach like uh-huh. as much as the lions were like when they went to those finals they were yeah. they were a very attacking team like they still defended very well and they weren't like they weren't too open and they didn't leak a lot of tries and stuff like that yeah yeah so it's just going to be interesting to see him at the balls marker marks leaving for okay yeah I, for, I forgot about that that that's big yeah no, that is big because he is uh, one of our top two hookers in, in, in the country yeah, yeah one of the like top hookers in the world yeah, true. yeah. yeah stage was actually the best hooker in the world Mm, mm, yeah. I think one about like 2018. Yeah, yeah, he was, the best he was definitely in the best, you know, like or, or one of the best in the world. I think that was interesting because I think we've seen the Lions like crumble, like that 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 successful side that started out, I'd say like 2014, 2015 vibes with Johan Ackerman. Mm-hmm. I think we are seeing the last of that side right now. Like I think Elton Janji is probably like the last player that I can think of that's still there. Because I think he should be. Elton. Elton. He's not doing much. 
Nah, he isn't doing much, but like I mean, I think he's also I think he's also faithful to the club that gave him like the opportunity at a very young age yeah, yeah. and gave him like the career that he's had. I think he's that type of player that repays that faith in 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 loyalty. Yeah. Mm, I don't know if like, I mean he may leave and I may be wrong, but I think I think he's probably going to and up at, at least up until 2021. In 2022 I wouldn't be surprised if he left. Yeah. Because that's another thing. I think like some of these players as much as it doesn't make much of a difference, mm-hmm. I think are going to be looking at playing up until 2021. for the Lions tour and stuff like that so like playing within the country and being closer to to Rasi at the end of the day you know because also Rasi is a director right like so he's going to be going to these unions and stuff like that so that like he integrates things that he is going to want at at a block level him and Jacques you know so yeah i don't know if he, i don't know if he's going to leave but like, do you think you know, do you think it was a good um move for Tyrone Green to go to um Harlequins in England Did he go to Harlequins or yeah. London Irish? Well, oh, yes, we went to Harlequins. But like, Harlequins. think of me, I think that um, okay, the opportunity was there. He's very young. Yes, yes. Um, yes, he wants to be a green and gold. Um, if he really wants to, can mm. he just change and say he wants to play mm. for England? But with Tyrone Green, I feel like he's, he was still young. He shouldn't have left. You know, you, you know what Tyrone Green story. You, you, you know what it reminds me of. Not that I'm like saying yeah. it's gonna go bad or go yeah, under yeah. anything. But like it reminds me of Felipe Coutinho. Okay. He left Liverpool very early. Shouldn't have gone to um, Barcelona so early. I felt like he had like two seasons in Liverpool. Then he could have left. So with him, do you think that it's the right move it's, for it's, it's the for, right move for Tyrone Green? And 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 keep in mind that um, he still got time on his hands mm, mm. because it's no, he, I think for me, like first of all, I'm gonna touch on the whole Coutinho thing. I think Coutinho leaving uh, Liverpool allowed for Liverpool to be the club that they are right now because before that, as much as Mane was there, as much as Bobby Firmino was there, they were very dependent on the team was built around Coutinho and they had to break from that to be able to be the team that they are right now. So, and he had been there for years, I think, because um, I think he's, he was there since like 2013 because he left Inter Milan at a very young age, I think. But so I think he had done enough for Liverpool and like, I mean the countless number of finals and stuff like that I think the opportunity was there and it's one of those ones where if he doesn't take it then and continues like light it may never come again right for Tyrone Green I think yes he's young but I feel like he's going to grow so much in terms of his gameplay in England than what he is going to grow now I think he's going to be a better player in the air because like Um, what's this because there's a lot of kicking in, in, in Europe and stuff like that and I think his technical game his technical game is going to improve it's going to improve more than what it probably was to improve here in South Africa like for instance you look at Faf de Klerk Faf de Klerk when he left South Africa and he was playing for the Lions even you look at that 2016 season he was very like he was very pocket rockety and sometimes like I mean there's nothing wrong with being pocket rockety But like sometimes you need to be able to take control of the game and be able to slow it down like control the tempo and for and for five it was just like quick all the time yeah, okay, all yeah, the time quick, quick all the time, time. yes yeah. and his kicking game wasn't even that like was wasn't that great yeah. but like look at now five can 
at the moment, Favre can play that fast tempo game, but can also slow it down. And as that's what you do for Milan. And his kicking game has improved like drastically, drastically. So I think it would be a good move for him, and I think Zaga dog. Nah. You know they Zaga Money boys. Money money talks. Money talks. Bullshit works. 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 Yeah, money talks. Money talks at the end of the day. So yeah, I don't think it's a bad move. I think it's a good it's a good move. And like I mean, he is young, so there is that opportunity for him to come back like uh later in his later in his career or something like that. If he still wants to come back and play in South Africa. Um but like I mean We've seen we've seen the likes of Cheslins, we've seen the likes of Faf who was still playing overseas and are still being picked and stuff like that. So it's not like that Springbok door is automatically closed. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, That's what I'd say on him. So should we chat about the one? Daniel Carter. Daniel Carter. Daniel Carter. Daniel Carter. <laughs> Personally, I'm like something in me is not necessarily. I'm like I'm happy to see him back in Super Rugby, of yeah. course. Like I mean, and that's another thing is that Daniel Carter has never retired. After 2015, he didn't retire. Did he retire? No, that guy's been active, guys. He played. He played in France for a couple of years, and then he played in Japan for a couple. Didn't of he play in La Rochelle? No, he played at race, uh, racing, 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 racing 92. Yes, yeah, yeah. racing 92, not racing metro. He played at racing 92, and then he went to Japan. I think after. 20, I think from 2018, on about then. Didn't he retire from international? He, he retired, like, I think he retired from international, which is why he left the country as mm. well. Because, like, also in New Zealand, like, you have to be playing in the country to be able to represent New Zealand. Okay. Um, that whole contract, like, uh, centralized contract system and stuff like that. So, he has been active. So, it's not like, I ah, know he's coming back to the sport, or whatever. He's been playing, it's just been playing at places where you don't know yeah, and weren't be like we like able to see him and stuff like that. So that's interesting. But like something in my heart man, just like it's gonna be weird not seeing him in a Crusaders jersey, not running out at Christchurch and stuff like that. Because that's his hometown, that's his home team, the team that he's played for like like his whole life. It's like for instance if um like a Paul scores will come out of retirement and then he plays for not City but like place for like Newcastle yeah. or something like that it's not the same like yeah sure Paul Scholes is back but like like he's a United person it's, it's weird seeing him in another jersey I'm trying to think of another person who's played for one club like a Philip Lom okay, coming yeah. back and playing for a Bayer Leverkusen or something like that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it to a direct yeah. rival um, like Carter because I think Christchurch and Auckland like do you have a um Canterbury and Auckland do you have a big rivals look I think Blues are the biggest like, are what's well, the Crusaders biggest rivals in terms of um, geographically and historically and stuff like that you know? so but like yeah man it's just not the same but excited to see him back excited to see him back he, he has the best dog in sports history I believe he's the best dog he has the coolest dog in sporting history okay. I'm dying on that hill <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen yeah, that dog dog? Like it's crazy. Eh? It's just so smooth. It is so it's like ah oh my god. It's, like, it's flowing. Yeah. It flows. And it's so if when he converts, when he converts and takes the code, he chucks it on the side. Chucks the code and then it's just there. You're like, oh do you see? Just like oh, what are you saying? No, but like, like between so how do you think they're gonna go about having him and Bowden in the same team? I think it's either because okay, I think Burden is meant is gonna play or 
the pl- I think Leon McDonald, the coach of the Blues, has the plans of playing Bowden at 15, which is why he got Daniel, Daniel. Carter back. Okay, yeah. Because uh, Daniel Carter technically is a injury cover for Stephen Perfetta, who's okay. going to be out of the tournament. I, think. I don't know if he's out for the full tournament or part of it or whatever, but Daniel Carter's coming back as an injury cover for Stephen Perfetta. But the Blues do have two other fly halves already in um, in Palmer and Plummer, sorry, I think it's Plummer, I forgot his first name, and Otero Black. Okay. So I think it's, I think uh, Bowden was never, uh, wasn't really going to be playing 10 for the Blues. Yeah. I think he was going to be so playing yeah, 4 at 15. at 15. yes. So I rate, if like with DC and Bowden now, DC is going to be playing 10, Bowden at 15, Otero Black at like 22. And then they're going to rotate between that. But what I would love to see is Bowden at 10, uh, DC at 12, play that double that double playmaker, how the yeah. Aussies do it, and then have like a Matt Duffy at, 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 at fullback. Yeah. That person who's going to be on the outsides. Not, like you see how England do it. England have two fly halves in Owen Farrell and George Ford, yeah. right? And then they, as much as their fullback in Elliot Daly is, cre- is a creative type of guy, he's, he's a very, like he, he plays a lot out in the fringes, out like oh, okay, on the yeah, outside yeah, yeah. 15s. They are on the trams. Yeah, yeah. On the trams. So yeah. have Matt Duffy do that same role because I think he can do it as good as um, as good as Elliot Daly for England at the, in the blue side. So I have Burden at 10, Carter at 12, Duffy at fullback, Ricky Owani at wing, probably, or 13, wherever you want to put him, uh, and yeah, for the other positions. I think I think there's the the English Oak. I forgot his name. I don't know if he's still there. Like there's an England guy. I forgot his name. Uh, he's played for England. Who's currently uh, plays 13? Who's currently signed for the Blues for this Super Rugby season? I don't know. I think it's a couple of years contract or something like that. I forgot. But like play him at 13, for instance, and then play a Greek at wing, and then find another wing. Bruce is one of the sailors. But anyways, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting. It's ah, DC boy, oh. and he's playing next week. Yes. What's interesting about Super Rugby Otara? I don't. I don't think people know this and realize it, and you will now. You know how Super Rugby in New Zealand, in terms of when it plays, yeah. South African time is around about eight nine. Like eight nine in the morning. Yeah. Eight nine. Yes. In the New Zealand rugby community, that decision or that time zone is not favoured because it's not family friendly. Because it's very late that side. It's when like at sleep, yeah, it's like at seven, eight when they play. Okay. But it's done by Sansa to accommodate South African and European viewers. So for us, it's at like a good, it's like a good time, it's a good time to wake up, and we don't have to wake up at like six yeah. or five. Yeah. But now they've prioritized. But it's right, though. It is right. No, it is right. It is right. It is like it's right. But now they've prioritized their own because it's their competition now. Oh, and, and like we're gonna watch it like early, guys. It's, it's, like it's gonna be ridiculously early. Um, I think the times, the official times from their side are four or one o'clock and three o'clock. Which, which is like, like our time yes 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 it's one o'clock on the sunday game and three o'clock for the saturday game, game yeah. which is 
generally our time a very good time yeah. even like with getting crowds in it's a very family friendly time yeah. even though the games are going to be played like behind locked doors yeah, yeah. but like also it's just like also those times you can have a bride or something like yeah, that and you're watching very, the game. yes it's very Sunset vibes. <laughs> but looking at the time zones for us that means the, you see that the one o'clock game on yeah. sunday we're gonna have to watch it at 3 a.m. What? And the fi- in the game at 3 o'clock, we have to watch it at 5 a.m. So, guys, if you're in South Africa and you wanna watch Super Rugby, you gotta be up. You gotta either be up or wake up for it. Game of, Th- <laughs> game of Thrones times. Game of Thrones <laughs> times. Get up if you wanna watch it premium, like as, it, as it's live. But besides that, you're gonna be catching highlights. If you think, nah, me, I'm not gonna wake up for, you know, rugby. Uh, 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 you are going to be catching the highlights because it's at five o'clock and at three o'clock in the mornings in the AMs. For people like us, we have messed up sleeping, sleeping patterns. <laughs> Perfect. We are fine with it. I mean, we can even watch the NBA now. Anything else on Super Rugby um, you want to talk, talk about? Not much. Nothing. Nothing. I think for me, it's also sad. Like just to mention it, I think I've mentioned it earlier, but that uh, we won't see the Sun Wolves anymore. I think they like as much as they haven't been a team that has grown like that has developed like exponentially compared to like the other the other teams that have been introduced like look at how the rebels it took them like two seasons to be like bottom bottom and then from then on they were like competing they were off the bottom even even the jaguares like it took them like a season or two to be able to settle in and then from then on they became a very good team like with the Sunwolves, they never kicked on like even the kings the kings hardly kicked on um towards the end of the kings they they were like starting to kick on but like the Sunwolves never kicked on um, so like it's not like it's a team that's going to be like heavily missed but like i mean the fact that they were in super rugby i think they probably deserved like a proper farewell yeah. a proper farewell and the fact that it's like it can't happen the way it should be it's, it's for me it's like low-key sad super rugby super rugby is going to be very interesting and it's going to be very competitive as well how are they going to pick a winner then? it's going to be what do you mean it's going to be five rounds like against each other no, no, like, but I mean like because like Super Rugby involves the South African conference I think they're just going to have their own win, like their own semis and their own finals I think oh, okay. or top of the log or, whatever, or something like that and then that was that, that team gets that title for the year I think that's how they would do it also on the Super Rugby thing since we're moving on I'm happy to see that the Western Force is coming back because I think that like the west of the west of australia is very like has i think the only city that i know of in the west of australia is 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 perth right in western australia western australia is like quite big and then everything else is like on the on the east of australia like your brisbane's your your sydney's your canberra's all of that right the melbourne's all of that all of those cities and the fact that that region that huge region doesn't have the super rugby side i find it sad in general but um i'm happy that they actually couldn't like they're actually bringing them back for the super rugby i think that rugby community is gonna is gonna like is gonna be very happy like to to have rugby back because even when i think last year uh eight the new zealand test Mm -hmm. new zealand test went out to perth um 
I think it was the test in the in the rugby championship. That test went out to Perth, I think. But I, I may be wrong. You can fact check me. But like the numbers that they that they did they, 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 that they did in that test were like phenomenal. It was like really great. So yeah, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy that region of Australia does like is is, is getting rugby back. Shout out! Shout out! Shout, shout out, out! Shout out! Shout out! Um, can we chat about uh, NBA? Or... Yeah, no, no, we can we can have a brief chat about NBA. What do you want to say about NBA? Um. Okay, I don't, I don't know much about NBA. Okay, so like with NBA, what's happening? Like I said, only 22 teams are coming back. And the reason behind that How many is teams are there? There are 30. So like there are 30 teams um, and they split into two conferences. Mm-hmm. So the East and the West, right? So they're 15, 15 side. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so what generally happens is that they play out through, throughout the season, 82, 82 games. Um... And then the top eight go like the top eight on each like on each conference mm-hmm. like cut down cut down cut down up until there's one one like the conference winner okay. and then the conference winner of the east is going to play the conference winner of the west mm-hmm. for the final basically mm-hmm. yeah so like now what they're trying to do is that like the reason why they brought up back 22 teams only is they brought back the teams that are currently in the top eight and teams that still have a chance of getting in the top eight. So the other eight teams that are cut from the competition are teams that don't have a chance like to get into the top eight. I think like the Golden State is one of those teams. Um, Atlanta is one of those teams. Um, I think the New York Knicks as well. Um, like, I mean, the teams that are currently in, from the East, we've got the Milwaukee Bucks, we've got the Raptors, we've got the Celtics, we've got the Heat, the Pacers, 76ers, Nets, Magic, and the Wizards. And then in the West, we've got the Lakers, Clippers, Denver Nuggets, Utah Jazz, mm-hmm. OKC, OKC Thunder, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, Memphis Grizzlies, Trailblazers, the Pelicans, the Kings, the Suns, and the Spurs. Okay. And and all of those are going to be played in Disney World. Yes, it's going to be behind closed doors in Disney World. Like if you if you search up um NBA um returning dates, mm-hmm. like the NBA put out a like like on their website they put out the teams that are returning they answered like questions like how like what are the seeds um medical protocols mm. playoff seed how that's going to work well through, through, yeah. it's, it's been well thought through and it's been well explained to the people like they even like talked about how when the draft is going to happen the lottery draft is going to happen when the actual draft will happen itself and that's on the 15th of october um was that the lottery draft is going to be on the 25th of august so like they've like they've they've told the people what is going to happen and how it's going to happen and how everything is going to carry on from here on which is which is i think good because like i mean as a fan of a sport you don't want to be left in limbo and not like be left thinking like what's happening like what's this going to happen and like or be told like parts of a story and not have the full picture i think with this like with this link and with this article or whatever it is yeah. this this post um they've explained a lot of the things that a lot of the questions that people will have yeah. about the whole season and it's just like being it's knowing and yeah that's returning on the 31st of july that's going to be very very interesting so interesting very interesting <laughs> yeah no, definitely can't wait because well, it's going to be like Definitely. It's going to be back, bro. So, yeah. Um, Anything else? Formula One. Formula one. F1. Formula One. Formula One. F1. Formula One is coming back. How many? Like, so happy. There were races that were cancelled and races that were postponed. Yes. 
from top of my head from what i heard bulgarian was cancelled okay wait before we, we uh, from the top of my head before you actually confirm okay i think two were two or three were officially cancelled okay. the rest were postponed from what i remember um i think the australian one was cancelled i think china was cancelled and i think vietnam was cancelled and then everything else was postponed was the dutch one also cancelled yeah, i think it was cancelled let me check here on the fts page guys we've got an instagram page so from the stance post cost make sure you check it out follow the boys at dutch was cancelled so it's cancelled yeah. not postponed yeah that's just cancelled that could be postponed though not being held can be postponed in 2020 oh yes 2020 yes 2020 yeah it means it's cancelled it's cancelled yeah dutch is cancelled i think vietnam is probably still on but like yeah i think it's like it's less and i know it's less than four that are officially cancelled the rest are postponed i think um the ones that because um if i i don't know if it's f1 ceo chase k i don't know if i don't know if that's like i know he's a ceo but like i'm not sure if he's a ceo of liberty media i don't know if he's liberty media or um if one yes something like that but chase carry ceo has come out and said that like they've confirmed these eight and they want to have at least like between 15 and 18 races by the by december and that's what they're pushing for so like apparently the the races that are still like up in the air and that are still going to be dis- like discussed are brazil abu dhabi usa canada um russia japan China, I don't think Baku's in there, and I don't think Bahrain's in there. But those seven races, I think, are kind of up in the air, and they like looking to discuss that and like for the rest. Like some of them are going to be double headers, um, like we've seen, like we are going to see with the eight races that come up now. Like for instance, the, Austri- the Austrian one is going to open with a double header, so we're going to have two weekends in Austria. Uh, we're going to have two weekends in Silverstone as well. The British government has uh, approved of that. So, yeah, man, there's going to be quite some some racing and it's going to be like, interesting from that side. Yeah. And, and apparently, like, they want to, like, try new things because, like, this season is also, like... It's like, I don't want to say it's a dead rubble season, but like it's one of those seasons where... Because in, in, in Formula 1, like, if you are new or you, like, don't know, um, Formula 1 is going to have, is, is said to have, like, a huge, drastic changes in the car and the rules and stuff like that. Like, rules in terms of how you build the car. Like, and that was meant to happen in 2021, right? But with the whole coronavirus thing happening, that was postponed to 2022. And it was confirmed that the regulation change is going to happen in 2022, stuff like that. Like, I think they have, um, like, they have regulations around the wheels they have regulations around the bolt of the car the arrow to allow for the cars to be able to 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 follow each other closer because that's a that's a criticism of the current cars even more so the last year's cars is that they couldn't follow each other so they couldn't like follow each other for long because of like the i don't want to should i go deep let me go deep go deep go deep let me let me show you guys that i know this thing (laughs) and i'm not just speaking out of you're just whiling i'm just just whiling so you see with um like for instance like so with aerodynamics is that like if you are running or if you're driving you know you cut through the air basically yeah 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 you cut through the air and the air behind like 
behind you there's some form of vortex okay that's going to be created okay. of course because of you cutting through the air yeah. yeah um so with the formula one cars the way that they designed like is that they spew like they spew out in different directions but like some of it is meant to go to certain parts of the car okay yes yes for for ultimate performance mm-hmm. right but what that has done is that it makes the air behind the car very unstable and very it's called dirty air within um within formula one yeah. but it makes it very unstable and hard for the following car to be able yeah. to get in like an advantage yeah to good performance yes yeah. good performance because like to be able to go fast you need downforce mm. yeah. so you need that air to be stable and pushing down on you like making you closer to the ground yeah. so with that air being dirty and being very unstable it doesn't give you the downforce that you need which messes up your tires and messes up your performance so cars generally like can't follow each like couldn't follow each other that much like they can try and follow each other but like after two or three laps of them not being able to pass them they will join you'll see them dropping back especially in the 2018 season that was heavy like even tire wear in the 2018 season that was like it was bad it, like the dirty air thing it was bad but then FIA made changes to I think they widened the spoiler and then they made regulations like some regulations to the front wing to enable like to make less dirty air at the end of the day so that the cars can follow each other so like the regulations around that in 2021 to improve that even further right other regulations as well um so that's been postponed to 2022 um so that means like because even driver contracts and stuff like that most of them were like coming up at the end of this year which is why there's the whole thing of contract like a lot of people right now don't have contracts lewis hamilton doesn't know but like people that are confirmed out of the 20 in the grid i think there's five or six there's leclerc who's confirmed to 2024 there's carlos Sainz who's confirmed to 2023 i think leclerc's 2025 actually i'm not sure Ved- verstappen is 2024 um lance Stroll is confirmed at racing point sergio checo perez is also confirmed yes and danny rick is also confirmed that's six mm-hmm. six of the six of the 20 guys have been confirmed for next year everyone else is out of contract at the end of the year so it's also it's, interesting. it's also like it's also interesting times to see how these teams are also going to do swap contracts. With, sorry, yeah, yeah. with um what's his name um daniel ripardio and um science no, no. daniel ripardio and what's his name um, they haven't swapped it. No, but they have, in a way. No, they haven't. Did they want to McLaren? No, no, you've got it wrong. Science didn't go to McLaren. Science went to McLaren. Oh, Vettel left. You know, oh, Vettel left. Vettel left. Science went to Ferrari, Ferrari. Oh, okay. and Danny Rick went to McLaren, replacing uh, replacing Science at McLaren. It's just musical chairs, bro. And it's silly season at Formula One. Ah, it's musical chairs. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Ferrari, like with Formula chairs. One, is that like it's like silly season it's dub silly season yeah. and it's like you have driver changes and stuff like that because most of these drivers are still good enough to be able to like be in the car mm-hmm. but like certain things don't work out so they just go to another like they that that team like um that team terminates their contract so someone else just picks them up for instance science science two years ago in 20 
2017 no 2018 sorry was driving for um was driving for Renault mm-hmm. and he was replaced by Danny Rick who left um who le- so Danny Rick left Red Bull and went to McLaren to to to, Re- to Renault mm-hmm. Renault le- then signed to and took Sainz a seat Sainz went to McLaren Alonso left McLaren so did Stefan Lebon but with that seat open at Red Bull uh Pierre Gasly came in and then mid-season um buses Who's who's my tie driver? Who's that tie driver? Oh my god, Alex Albon. Alex Albon. Alex Albon replaced replaced. So it's, it's just musical chairs because these yeah, guys true, are good enough true. to still be in a race. So even when um even when Danny Rick moved to 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 to, to Renault, mm-hmm. um, was Stroll had moved to from Williams to Racing Point. And then that meant that Esteban Ocon was out of the seat for 2019, and he then became Mercedes reserve driver. But now in 2020, he's coming back to Renault. It's just musical chairs. So these guys are good enough. Even Hockenberg, Hockenberg left um, with with Ocon coming back to Renault this season in 2020. Hockenberg was out of the seat. So in 2020, the driver lineup around on Renault was Danny Rick and Esteban Ocon. So now Hulkenberg still being talked about as someone who can make a return to Formula One. So you see, it's just musical chairs at the end of the day. But it's very interesting to see how like the contracts are gonna go, are gonna happen for all of these drivers. Even Lewis, like um, he doesn't have a contract and he's a six-time world champion. Uh, something else interesting I found um, is that Total Wolf, who's the team principal of Mercedes, has come out and said that. In certain in certain circumstances, not in certain circumstances, but like they won't close the door on Vettel. Okay. And they may look into Vettel if certain things happen. And for me, here's my theory on that. The reason why he said that was he's like also in within that interview he talked about how he doesn't want like he's against. So like in Formula One, like there's you know how qualifying happens on the Saturday, the race happens on the Sunday. You know? So it's because the race has be- the races have become boring because like the fast car starts at the front, slow car starts at the back, back yeah. and then the ra- the race just is literally that the fast cars just go off in the distance, and then the slow cars are just there, you know. So like what's been um, talked about how to make that more interesting is a reverse grid. Grid, sorry. So if you finish, if you qualify first, you start last, and if you qualify last, you start first. Yeah. So with 2020 also being a very uh, shaky type of season, like there's been a lot of talk about why not try this, okay. why not see if it works, yeah. because it doesn't. It's a good time as well. It is a good time to be able to test it out. Yeah. Yeah. And out of all of the team principles, apparently Total Wolf is the only one that's against that. And his reason being is that it that hampers Lewis Hamilton's opportunity to be able to win a seventh title. Mm. Right. So. Keep that in mind, yeah. Total Wolf saying that. So I think if Lewis Hamilton doesn't win his seventh title this year, I don't think um, Mercedes are going to go for 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 Vettel because if you go for Vettel, that means you have two front like that means that you have two um, number one drivers in a team. 
and that can lowkey cause problems okay. in a team right in a, in a, in a, in a formula one team it's more preferable to have like your lead driver and someone who's like a who's a support driver so valtteri bottas is lewis's support driver yeah. um alex albon is max's support driver um yeah stuff like that you know so having two number two number two number ones is like a problem like for instance in ferrari it was kind of said at the beginning of last year that Vettel is the number one driver it was explicitly said that yeah. Vettel is the number one driver which is but then he yeah and he was because yeah, yeah. I was just, Leclerc it was his second season at at in Formula One but Leclerc outperformed Vettel so he had to take like I mean he like him him being number two was no longer a chat because he was performing so well okay. and that I caused like like some incidences to happen between the two and stuff like that you know so and like i mean even even in formula 1 history you look at i think it's the 89 season in mclaren uh alan prost and Ayrton Senna were in the same team and they both number one drivers both very very good drivers legends of legends of the sports but like that season was hectic in terms of um incident like they even crashed in japan like crashed into each other in japan and like there was like a lot of tension between the two right yeah. so so going back to lewis hamilton i don't think if he doesn't win his seventh now i don't think they're going to put him in a worse position next year by signing another number one two num- number another number one driver okay right? they're going to give him another opportunity to go for it and like achieve it on his own Yeah, okay. with with someone supporting but if he does win it i think lewis hamilton may leave the sport or may leave formula 1 or may leave mercedes because he will have seven and um like i mean he may continue but he's not going to have that thing of like i think he may be more relaxed on the whole well, what is he getting for now like he's, he is getting for eight of course and he's the only one he will be the only one on eight but like he wouldn't my I, i don't think he would be open to that pressure of having another number one driver with him when he's gunning for eight because even if he doesn't make eight it's 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 like yeah no, i'm still on seven like i'm on seven I'm, i'm i'm joint most number of world championships um in formula one history so i think that's my like that's my theory behind it if hamilton doesn't win this season i think valtteri bottas is going to be signed Yes, to to go back to that. Valtteri Bottas is going to stay at Mercedes, or even if he doesn't stay, they're going to get a number two driver like um, George Russell. I think George Russell, if Valtteri Bottas leaves, in my opinion, George Russell is the person is the next person that's coming in. Even though he has a long term, oh yeah, he's another one who has a long term contract with Williams. I think his ends at like 2023 or something like that. But I think he's going to leave before that contract ends, and by the time the regulations come in, I think he's going to be driving for someone else because that Williams yeah. car is struggling. It's at the back of the field. I think we even saw on Drive to Survive. I think it's like episode eight or something like that when they focused on Williams. Yeah. In in I think it was after Silverstone in the in the in the meet in the team meeting that they have, and he was just ripping into the team. But like now, nah, guys, me, I don't understand what the, what the hell is going on. One week we're performing, the next it seems like we. We, we're falling apart, falling apart. Yeah. but even in those performances we still dead last like this is really not it something has to be done yeah, like yeah. he was he was saying that so i think he's going to leave before and williams is 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 also is also like having financial problems i think they are in debt by like 14 million or something like that 
and they, they, I think they kind of being like looked into being sold. Like talks around Formula One are around Williams being sold as sold to Lawrence Stroll, who's Lance's father. Yeah. Um, and that's good. No, 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 not Stroll, not Stroll. To Latifi's father, Latifi's father. Sorry, um, but yeah, that's also like, that's also I think one of the, the sad things that are happening in Formula One. We may see Williams. I think Williams is the team that has the second most driver, drivers and um, drivers and team championships, construction championships. So to see them fold the way that they are folding is getting me sad for the sport. I feel. Yeah, that was my Formula One rant. Yeah, Formula One rant. Because I'm just not into Formula One. And you wanted to be. I know what's happening now. I don't know, but it's just like Formula One is just like so complicated. Nah, I understand, but it's it's a lot. It's a lot to grasp, especially with no races that are happening. It's a lot to be able to like follow and be invested in. Yeah. But like, if there were races, I think you probably would be like more interested in in terms of like watching races. I tried learning it at like very late stage, and like the pandemic was just like yeah, it was it was starting. Yeah, so that's gonna be an interesting one, but like those 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 driver championships lineups for 2021 are gonna be very 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 interesting. Like I think Albon and Max are gonna stay at at Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Ferrari is confirmed with Charlie and Carlos, um, and Mercedes. I'll, I predict. I think okay, McLaren is confirmed for Lando. Nor I think Lando is going to be confirmed for 2021 with Danny Rick at McLaren. Um, I think right, Kimi is going to leave the sport. Thing is with Kimi, is that if the pandemic didn't happen and this break didn't happen, I think he was certainly going to leave the sport because I feel like even the chat around at Formula One is that he seems like he's. Not that he can't be asked, but like he's just, nah, he's just doing it for yeah, doing it, doing type it, of yeah. sake. Yeah, he's not really like invested, and this break and this time away will probably rejuvenate him, type of vibes. I think that's that's the thing with Kimi Raikkonen. So, but I think I don't think he's going to be driving next year. Um, I think Giovinazzi is going to stay at at um, Giovinazzi is going to stay at at Alfa Romeo or Sauber these teams change their names so many times um i think i think nicholas latifi is going to stay at williams because of his dad whatever happens there Stroll's going to stay at um racing point because of his dad Checo's confirmed who else what other teams are there renault i think ocon is going to stay at renault and the other seat is going to be interesting um whoa Whoa, whoa, that's big, that's big, that's big. Um, I think Renault is gonna. I think with Renault, I think they may get someone like. There's talks about Fernando Alonso coming back and partnering Ocon, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. Preferably, I would. uh, My prediction, I would go for like a Valtteri Bottas. I think Bottas and Ocon would be a good fit there, and then. Who is this boy? George Russell goes to goes goes to Mercedes with Lewis. Any other team? I'm oh, AlphaTauri. AlphaTauri. I think AlphaTauri is going to stay the same. I don't think. Also, I don't think they have like the young drivers. I don't think they have the qualifications, like the, the number of super license points, to be able to come back yet. Unless I mean they do well this season, because that's the only reason Danny Rick. No, not Danny Rick. Danny Kvyat came back in 2019. I think. 
Um, who else? Who else? Hass. Hass is another team that's interesting because mm-hmm. they also like they they are contemplating leaving Formula One. Gene Hass is contemplating like pulling out of Formula One. So that's going to be interesting. But like, even if if it does stay, and I hope it does, I think Grosjean is going to be out of the seat, and I think they're going to keep K Mag. Yeah, and that's I think that's all that I can think of from a Formula One aspect. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. Like a lot is happening. A lot is happening. It's just about finding out these stories, knowing where they are, and hearing them at the end of the day. Like I mean. It's very, like a lot is happening in Formula One, and it's interesting times ahead. And yeah. I think they're doing a lot to be able to, like, um, bring more fans into the game. Yeah. I mean, like the app is actually very cool. It's very user friendly. They have quizzes, like a weekly quiz or something like that. Yeah. Um, that's like based on the history of Formula One and stuff like that. Um, they they posting on their YouTube channel. They posting like past races, like classic races. Um, I know the Belgian 98-99 was two weeks ago, something like that. Last week, they posted... Which, which race did they have last week? I think they had a race in the 90s, I forgot which one. But like those classic races where they're just like... Um, like they're, that are just hectic. That like a lot of drama happens and a lot of action happens. They, mm. they they post those, and like out of those ones, like out of all of those races, I think for me probably like my favorite was 2019 Germany. Like if you ever get a chance to <laughs> like watch a Formula One race, it's like one hour 45 minutes at best. You don't have to watch it all at once, but like if you do want to watch a, an eventful Formula One race that has that's going to give you a very good intro to the sport in terms of it's going to explain a lot of things it's going to explain tires it's going to explain strategies it's going to explain like and you're not going to see Lewis win because he doesn't win at the end of the day but <laughs> like if you don't want to like um, be bored by that like it's it's a lot of drama like a lot of overtakes um, like it even rained like any race that rains in Formula 1 is like it gets messed up because strategy gets messed up um, people crash out you know there were gang crashes there there's just a lot of drama and it was like it was a very good race a very interesting race so that's something I would suggest like if you want to try it try it but be my guest and then come back to me it's one of the races I'll definitely recommend if you also want to get into Formula 1 mm-hmm. there are people on YouTube as well who do yeah. like intro like intro like intro videos yeah. to Formula 1 and stuff like that um yeah and they and they're very good like i know like one that I, I would definitely recommend is like this guy called cranky yankee f1 he's like very good um on youtube so yeah man. <laughs> yeah flip a lot for me i want to be talking about for me a while yeah i think that's it, man. That's it for so yeah guys thanks for listening um, please do make sure that you listen to the podcast. Well, you all you will be listening if you yeah, get to this part. <laughs> thank you very much for listening. I'm sorry yeah. for my ramble. Um, I hope you did enjoy it because like, it I think it was very informative. It was very, like, I mean, some opinions there. Some I may be wrong, and I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> they're not. <laughs> the opinions are not wrong. No, I'm, I'm saying something, right. some some things were probably wrong. I was off here and there on some things, but like I mean, like, yeah, like my opinion. I know my opinion is right in my opinion because yeah. it's my opinion. Like I mean, unless I'm proven wrong. But like besides that, yeah, yeah but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, if you got this far, thank you very much. Maybe actually like watch other, like listen to other episodes. Then we've, then we've released. Um, 
we were doing a movie series review yeah. for the past three three episodes. Um, last like the last one ended with the last dance, and honestly, with that one, you just have to start it. I know the the, the timestamp on that podcast is probably like very very demoralizing but i just say like once you start that podcast you you hopefully you just go mm-hmm. and go and go because everything just flows everything is just like one and you'll find yourself two hours later being like yo that was good or that wasn't good like whatever like i think it was good it was very good no thanks for joining us guys thank you um, for joining my socials are bendilo.busane on instagram and on Twitter, it's now Pepsi. It's no more Fanaga Coco. Pepsi, still in Pendula underscore B. Um, and yeah, um, the FTS socials are from the Stan Sportcast on Instagram and on Twitter, if I'm not mistaken. FTS, FTS Sportcast on Twitter. On Twitter, okay. And then my socials at underscore Sanderson's at A underscore on both Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you give us a follow. Make sure you interact with us. Um, if you have any comments, reviews, um anything you want to chat about criticism criticisms like <laughs> yeah i mean we're open, we're open to that oh, definitely definitely open to that but yeah guys uh sports is back sports is coming back by the time we record our next podcast we will be full on deep within rugby and deep within some more than one like i think football more more than bundesliga but yeah sports is back we are totally happy and hope you are happy as well yeah thank you guys Shut up. Bye.